Hello, 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 my amigos, and welcome to this, the bonus part of today's FYI. I hope you're enjoying our look into America's favorite pastime, baseball. I gotta say, I miss playing baseball. I really enjoyed it. Uh, a lot of times, too, uh, they have another game, which we call softball, and it's very common for people to form softball teams with their company. I remember when I was in New York City, uh, my company that I worked with, we had a softball team and we played against other companies. Now, why do we call it softball instead of baseball? Or what is this softball? Well, first, the ball's not really soft, so it's an inappropriate name. However, it's the same rules as baseball in general, but the ball is a lot bigger. So what does that mean? it's easier to hit, <laughs> right? If you got a bigger ball, it's easier to hit. So that's another game you'll see that's very popular and it's based on baseball. It's called softball. And you'll see baseball creep into every aspect of pop culture, especially American pop culture. I mean, I remember when I was a kid reading in school, Casey at Bat. This is a classic poem from 1888. It was written by Ernest Thayer. So if you guys want to see some uh, classic baseball lore, uh, this is a poem that they teach all of us when we were kids. Casey at bat. Uh, check it out. Again, it's a classic from 1888. Uh, there's another one that I think every American kid knows. Uh, so we know the national anthem, Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's earth? And that's, by the way, that happens at the beginning of the baseball game. You don't have a ball game without the national anthem. And you have to be respectful. You have to stand up and you have to take off your hat. I got to say something. I always get choked up. But uh, there's another song that's just as popular as our American national anthem. And that is Take me out to the ball game take me out with the crowd buy me some peanuts and cracker jack i don't care if i never get back it's this guys this is classic my daughter already she's learning it as well as an as a young american uh take me out to the ball game it's a song that came out in 1908 and it's generally played uh in the seventh inning. Remember, there are nine innings, so it's played at the seventh inning during what we call the seventh inning stretch. And the seventh inning stretch is another, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Another institution in baseball where everybody gets up uh, in the seventh inning and they stretch, se estiran, and they play this song. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. It's a very catchy song, and it's it's a song that most, if if not all, American kids know by heart. Uh, but it's not just music and poems. Obviously, we've got so many movies that deal with baseball. If you remember the movie Major League with Charlie Sheen or Bull Durham, which is another uh, baseball movie. Uh, one of my favorite baseball movies is The Natural. If you guys have not seen this, it is a beautiful movie about life and baseball, and it stars uh, Robert Redford and Robert Duvall. Excellent cast. Vaya reparto. The movie is called The Natural, and the soundtrack, La Banda Sonora, is beautiful. 
Uh, I'm telling you, if you don't like baseball, watch The Natural, and I think you'll start to like it. And even like silly movies, you know, like The Naked Gun, Agárralo Como Puedas. If you remember, there's a huge, I mean, the last 40 minutes of the movie take place at a ball game. So it is, uh, it's ubiquitous. You, you can't take baseball out of the United States. It's part of what we do. Just like mac and cheese, just like apple pie. It's baseball. It's our game. And it's not only in our movies, it has seeped into our songs, too. In fact, one of my favorite songs, it gets me pumped up, Me Motiva, is called Center Field. We were already, we were already talking about that position, Center Field, no? Estás muy lejos de la acción. You're in Center Field. And you might know this song. Uh, it's very popular at all kinds of sporting events in the United States, but it's based on baseball, and the song goes... Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today. Put me in, coach. Méteme, entrenador. I'm ready to play today. I, I, even if you don't like baseball, this song will pump you up. Check it out. It's John Fogarty, and it's called Center Field. And uh, another song that comes to mind, Where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? Our nation turns. You know the song Mrs. Robinson? Well, they mentioned Joe DiMaggio in this famous song as well. So you can't take baseball out of our pop culture. It is ingrained in our pop culture. We love it. We live it. We eat it. We breathe it. In fact, uh, at the end of the show, I'm going to play a clip for you guys, which I'm sure if you guys have seen Rain Man, then maybe you'll be familiar with it. Rain Man, you know, uh, the character Rain Man played by Dustin Hoffman, he keeps saying, who's on first? ¿Quién está en la primera? Who's on second? Who's on third? And there's a scene where Tom Cruise says, dude, it's not funny when you do it. No es gracioso cuando lo haces tú. Es cómico. It's a comedy sketch. And if you guys don't know this, I'm going to introduce you to it now. This is one of the most famous comedy sketches in the United States. And I'll explain it to you now, and then we'll hear it at the end of the show. So it's a, a sketch between two guys. The guy says, well, they got some weird names, these baseball players. You know, uh, I guess they're, they're baseball coaches and managers. And uh, these guys got some weird names these days, you know, apellidos bastante raros. And uh, in order to get these jokes, you have to remember that the guy's name on first base is who. Se llama el tío se apellida who. The guy's name on second base is what. And the guy's name on third base is I don't know. So if you know that, if you have that premise, then you'll understand the comedy. So the guy says, what's the guy's name on first base? He goes, no, what's on second? So remember that. Who uh, because who is obviously quien, pero who, vamos a pensarlo como apellido. Who se llama el tío en la primera base. Se llama who. Se apellida who. El segundo es what. So what se llama el de la segunda base. And I don't know is the guy's name on third base. So when we hear that later, hopefully you guys will get that humor, that that confusion, that miscommunication that keeps happening all throughout this classic American comedy sketch. 
Also, if you guys would like to look it up on your own uh, and check out the video if you want it, because some people like to watch it, some people like to hear it, some people like to do both, just search for Who's On First. All right, I also told you I was going to tell you about some of my memories. Well, the some of my earliest memories are playing baseball. I played Little League, as we call it. And uh, you want to know something? I was horrible. <laughs> I was never a good baseball player. Uh, in fact, before baseball, we have something called T-ball. And this is where the ball is resting on a tee. So there's no pitcher in T-ball. You automatically hit the ball. And I wasn't even good at T-ball. So never mind baseball. In fact, I can't believe I'm going to confess this right now, right here with you guys. But um, my nickname when I played baseball was Grandma, Abuela. Yeah, I'm not proud of that. No soy orgulloso de eso. But my coach and my team used to call me grandma. Why? Because they said I ran like a grandma. Because running is an important skill in baseball. You have to know how to do a couple things. You have to be a fast runner. Obviously, the faster you can run, the more bases you can cover. So maybe where somebody else hits uh, the ball and they only get a single, you can get a double if you're really fast right? So being a fast runner, being a heavy hitter, or somebody who can really knock that ball hard, and, um, and also uh, being a good catcher, you know, being able to catch a ball and, and throw it quickly. And, and all of these plays happen in a, in a second, in a microsecond. I remember seeing double plays, like boom, one out, two outs, three outs in a matter of five seconds. And that's, that's exciting. So if I had to sum up baseball, it's not exciting every second, which is cool. It gives you a time to take a break and have a conversation. But there are moments when you're like, oh my God, this is nuts. So it's cool. It's like ups and downs, <laughs> you know? Kind of like life. I remember so much, man. I remember playing Little League. When we won, uh, when our team won, they would take us out for ice cream. So there was some extra motivation. <laughs> if you guys win, we'll take you for ice cream. And, uh, and I remember that was just great memories because some of my earliest experiences were playing baseball. And that's where I learned so many different things. I learned to be a team player, right? I learned that you shouldn't be a sore loser. Mal perdedor, you say in Spanish. Um, I learned, you know, that uh, when people are depending on you, you have to come through. Tienes que cumplir. And I learned that when you're running, you have to pick up the pace. <laughs> Hay que subir el ritmo. Or else people are going to call you grandma. But, uh, you know, my baseball experience doesn't end there. Of course, that was the end of my baseball career, the beginning and the end. I, I knew I was never going to be a famous baseball player. <laughs> um, but uh, I, that didn't stop my love for baseball. All throughout my life, I've attended baseball games. I've been to Yankee Stadium a million times. In fact, uh, a nickname for Yankee Stadium is the House that Ruth built because one of the most famous baseball players ever was Babe Ruth, and he was a Yankee. So they call it La Casa Que Construyó Ruth. And now there's a new Yankee stadium. I When I used to go, it was... Um, it was pretty new, but I guess they wanted a new, new Yankee Stadium. So it's kind of interesting because they tore down, derrumbar, they tore down the first Yankee Stadium and they built a brand new one right next to it. But they were smart. They were smart because they played with people's nostalgia. And every single thing from that old Yankee Stadium was sold. 
everything from seats to, you know, um, bases, different things uh, that uh, would normally, I guess, go in the garbage or into a museum. Well, they were sold to Yankee fans. And uh, I think it was a good way to raise money, recaudar fondos, for the new stadium. But when I used to go to baseball games, I remember it being dirt cheap. Okay, well, let me clear something up. The ticket was dirt cheap. Dirt cheap is muy barato. I remember going to see the Yankees for six bucks, seis dólares. Now, of course, I was in the bleachers. The bleachers are the area, la grada, donde no hay asientos. The bleachers. In fact, they used to call people like us the bleacher creatures, las criaturas de los bleachers. Because <laughs> sure, you can imagine for six dollars, you can imagine you got some interesting people coming into that game. Because, you know, for box seats, un palco, you're, you're talking thousands of dollars. So, so for six bucks, you could you got some interesting fauna. <laughs> That's probably why they called us bleacher creatures. But remember I said before, I said it was expensive, kind of. It was cheap, kind of. Well, the ticket was cheap. But then once you got in there, that's where they got you, on the concessions. Because I remember spending six bucks on a ticket, and I remember spending six bucks on my first beer. So, you know... <laughs> And that was my first beer. I won't tell you how many beers I had, but let's say at least six. So do the math. That's $36. So I've already spent six times the amount that I paid to get in. And uh, then my footlong. A footlong is the classic hot dog that is served at a baseball game. Mide un pie. Makes sense. 12 inches. 12 pulgadas. It's called a footlong. Another thing that I sang about before uh, when I sang... Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jack. There's another thing that is so... Um, it's just such a part of baseball, and it's called Cracker Jack. It's kind of like a caramelized popcorn with some peanuts in it, and there's always like a little prize. And this is just like baseball uh, requires beer and, and hot dogs. Well, Cracker Jack is another part of that. So just be careful. You might be able to get a discount on tickets, but uh, you could easily spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars uh, at a ball game. And now there's a, a trend, una tendencia, and ball, uh, you know, a day at the ballpark is really expensive. All right, not even counting the tickets. Let's take the tickets out of it. Okay, if you pay five or six dollars for a hot dog, how much do you think a steak is going to be at their luxurious steakhouse. That's right. Now what they've decided, they said, okay, yeah, we got to have our refreshment stands and our popcorn and our soda and all that stuff, but we also want to have fine dining. And if people want to have oysters, ostras, or a nice filet mignon, they can have that as well. So what we're seeing is that, like in many sports, they're catering towards wealthy people, which is sad because when you think about sports, you think about everybody being able to enjoy them. So um, I can't, I mean, I don't want to do the math. I haven't been to a game in probably three or four years, but I can imagine if you were to take a, a family of four to a baseball game, that's going to be a really expensive afternoon. Yes, it will be memorable, 
It will be very, very memorable, but it will also be very uh, expensive. But it's worth it, especially if you've never been to a game. Because just when you get there, you know, you go into the gates and, you know, you see the field in front of you. It's beautiful. It's a nice, beautiful. They really take good care of the field, el campo. Uh, in fact, there's a grounds crew, el equipo que trabaja el campo, and they just work on meticulously taking care of that field. So it just looks beautiful. So with the moment you come in, it's impressive because, you know, there's nobody out on the field yet, but the field in itself is impressive. Another thing that's, that tends to be very impressive is the scoreboards, los marcadores. They're uh, a lot of times these big digital jumbotron, como decimos, a jumbotron es una pantalla enorme, these jumbotron screens. And uh, well, the game is about to start. Let's go to our seats. Let's take our seats because the game is about to start. Oh no, wait, wait. We can't start the game without the national anthem. So first, we start with the national anthem. And the national anthem, as I said before, is always sung by somebody different. But the tradition here is to stand up. And after, of course, if you're wearing a hat, which many people do, that's a, I, I recommend if you're going to go uh, to a baseball game, you should wear a hat. Um, you should definitely wear some sunblock, protección del sol, because if it's a sunny day, you could get some serious sunburn, as I said earlier. And I didn't even tell you about a double header. A double header is cuando hay dos partidos seguidos. You could literally be in the sun for seven hours. So think about that. Eating salty food, uh, drinking beer in the sun. Mm, it's not a It's a recipe for disaster. Let's put it that way. So make sure you're, you're prepared because when you go to a baseball game, especially in New York, you're exposed to the elements. That's that's part of the fun too. You know, you're, uh, you're out there, you're enjoying the game. One of my favorite things is going to a game around... Uh, um, well, around the time of the, the sunset, you know, which depending on what time of year it is, because uh, it's beautiful. I have some, some of the most beautiful photos I've ever taken were from City Field. Now, City Field is where the Mets play. I, yeah, I, as I said, I like baseball. So sometimes I take people to Yankee games. Sometimes I take people to Mets games. The idea is to take them to a game. And everybody I've ever taken to a game has really, really enjoyed it. Hey, I'll tell you what, there's another plan. We've got a lot of plans. We're going to hit Route 66, and uh, we're also going to catch a baseball game. Uh, all of this when we get this COVID crap out of the way. So before the game gets underway, to get underway is empezar, before the game gets underway, somebody usually throws the first pitch. And this is usually a celebrity or, you know, some kid uh, from an association. Somebody throws the first pitch. It's more of an honorary part. It's a, a tradition. It doesn't count towards the game. And as I said before, there's nothing like baseball because, you know, sometimes when you're watching soccer, you're like, oh, I don't want to miss a goal. I don't want to miss anything. And in baseball, you don't have that feeling as much. You feel like, I can go take a quick walk, go to the bathroom, you know, get some more beers and come back and, and we'll be okay. Again, I, I believe that that's a big part of baseball, the social aspect, socializing. Even if you're not, you know, paying attention to the game the whole time, you're there, you're talking about your family, your job. Obviously, companies, just like in Spain, um, you know, they get season tickets. A season ticket is un abono de temporada for their clients and uh, it's another way to bond to bond is crear vínculos and not just in business but how do you think I bonded with my father or how young kids bonded with their parents 
well, go into a baseball game. And if you understand baseball, well, then you'll be able to understand a lot of the idioms we use that are associated with baseball. So right off the bat, we're going to... Oh, there's the idiom. ¿Ves? Acabo de usarlo. Right off the bat. Desde el principio, ¿no? Desde el momento que da al bate. Right off the bat. We use this expression a lot, and it means desde el primer momento. I hope you've been enjoying this episode since right off the bat. Desde el primer momento. Another way, too, that uh, we use baseball is to talk about... Uh, different levels. So if somebody's uh, an amateur or um, a rookie, we would say it's Bush League. Now, Bush League is the the leagues of baseball, the, the, the minor leagues, as we call them. The minor leagues are the Bush League. So when something is unprofessional, it's very novice, we say, man, that's Bush League. But not this podcast. This podcast is not Bush League. This podcast is in the big leagues. Está en primera. So you guys have some similar, you know, esto, esto no es primera, esto es de segunda. We do the same thing when we want to classify. So if something is kind of shoddy, no, chapuza, we say it's Bush League. If something is top, as you say in Spanish, it's the big leagues. And another way we use this league is if somebody is out of your league. Que está en, otro, en otra galaxia, no? So I think about uh, when I say, oh, I love Sofia Vergara. And then uh, one of you would say to me, Alberto, she is out of your league. Está en otra liga. Está fuera de tu liga. Another one that we've looked at in the past is to throw someone a curveball. Now, a curveball is una pelota con efecto. So if you throw somebody a curveball, you did something or said something that they were not expecting. So a curveball. Another idiom that comes from baseball. Another one is a ballpark figure. A ballpark figure is an estimation. So a lot of times uh, when they're telling you the attendance, la asistencia en un partido, they'll say, okay, well, the ballpark, 24,000. So it got so popular that now we say, dame una estim estimación. We would say, give me a ballpark figure. O di directamente lo decimos como, uh, how much do you think that was? Uh, 50 ballpark. Si dices ballpark después, dices más o menos. Alrededor de, a ballpark figure. Another one that comes from business, too, that we use a lot in business is to play hardball. And to play hardball means that it's not easy to negotiate with you. You're, you drive a hard bargain, is the expression. To drive a hard bargain is to play hardball. Que es muy difícil negociar contigo. Que tú no, you, you don't budge. No te muevas. You play hardball. Another one is, this is a whole new ball game or a whole different ball game. And this means, I think you say, harina de otro costal. Well, that's a different story. That's a different ball game. Eso es harina de otro costal. Another one I've used very often on my radio show, by the way, if, if you guys don't listen to the radio show, it's the show with no name on Vaughn Radio. I always like it when my students are on the ball, espabilados, right? You're on the ball. It means you're, uh, de hecho, la expresión en inglés, another one similar is keep your eye on the ball. Concéntrate. No, think about it. If you're the batter, you have to keep your eye on the ball. You have to be on the ball, espabilado. Another one, play ball. 
to play ball es jugar. Vamos a empezar. Let's play ball. Vamos a seguirles el rollo. Let's cooperate. Okay, at first we didn't like the idea, but then we decided to play ball, to cooperate, to go along with it. Another one which is very common is to touch base. Tocar la base, which means to contact someone. So if I say to you, I say, hey, let's uh, touch base next week. ¿Por qué no hablamos o nos contactamos la semana que viene? And hopefully you won't be off base. Equivocado. If you're off base, you're equivocado. If you're on deck, that's another one that comes from baseball. It means you're next. You're on deck. So after my friend Fitz's radio program, no excuses, I'm on deck. Me toca. Soy el próximo. Another one, the final stretch or the home stretch. We already said home. Cuando vas home es cuando tienes un punto, a run. So when you're in the final stretch or the home stretch, estás en la recta final. And stretch, as we said before, es estirarse, pero stretch también es un tramo. Estamos en el tramo final o la recta final. The final stretch or the home stretch. We also said before we had first base, second base, and third base, and then home plate is where the batter is. To step up to the plate means to take responsibility. If you guys want to learn English, you need to step up to the plate because there's a lot at stake. Hay mucho en juego. In fact, a, a good expression that comes from baseball, which is a long one, but it's a good one, and I, and I want to teach you guys this one. When there's a lot at stake, cuando hay mucho en juego, we say it's bottom of the ninth. Bottom of the ninth. Remember, son nueve innings y bottom es la segunda parte. O sea, final del partido. It's bottom of the ninth. Base is loaded. Now, base is loaded significa que hay una persona en la primera, segunda y tercera. Base is loaded. Full count. A full count significa que tienes dos strikes y tres balls. O sea, el próximo pitch, el próximo tiro, o va a ser un strike y te sientas, o va a ser un ball y te vas a la primera, o lo vas a dar. It's going to be a hit. So it means everything is at stake. Bottom of the ninth. Base is loaded. Full count. Two outs. Tied game. Toma. <laughs> Eso es, es que no hay, no hay más. Es, es el último, la última oportunidad. Bases loaded, full count, two outs. Because remember, you need three outs until it's time to change. And a tied game. Un juego empatado. I know that you guys are always ready to step up to the plate. And when you step up to the plate, I know that you're going to knock it out of the park. To knock it out of the park is another way to say to hit a home run, which really means, when we're not talking about baseball, to do a great job. So keep it up, guys. You're really knocking it out of the park. I hope you enjoyed this episode of FYI. Okay I'm crazy about baseball. Now, will you stand still? Pick up your hat. Go pick up your hat. Okay. Now, look. Then you'll go and peddle your popcorn and don't interrupt the act anymore? Yes, sir. All right. But you know, strange may seem they give ball players nowadays very peculiar names. Funny names? Nicknames, pet not, names. Not as funny as my name, Sebastian Dinwiddie. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Funny it didn't Oh, absolutely. Whee! Yes. Now, on the St. Louis team, we have uh, who's on first, what's on second. I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find out. I want you to tell me the names of the fellas on the St. Louis I'm, team. I'm telling you, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. You know the fellas' names? Yes. Well, then who's playing first? Yes. I mean the fellas' name on first base. Who? The fellow playing first base for St. Louis. Who? The guy on first base. Who is on first? 
Well, what are you asking me for? I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. Who is on first? I'm asking you who's on first. That's the man's name. That's whose name? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. Who? The guy on first. Who? The first base. Who is on first? Have you got a first baseman on first? Certainly. Then who's playing first? Absolutely. When you pay off the first base for every month, who gets the money? Every dollar of it. Why not? The man's entitled to it. Who is? Yes. So who gets it? Why shouldn't he? Sometimes his wife comes down and collects it. Who's wife? Yes. After all, the man earns it. Who does? Absolutely. Well, all I'm trying to find out is what's the guy's name on first base? Oh, no, no. What is on second base? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? That's what I'm trying to find out. Well, don't change the players. I'm not changing nobody. Take it easy. What's the guy's name on first base? What's the guy's name on second base? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? I don't know. He's on third. We're not talking about him. How did I get on third base? You mentioned his name. If I mention a third baseman's name, who did I say is playing third? No, who's playing first? Stay off of first, will you? Well, what do you want me to do? Now, what's the guy's name on third base? Well, what's on second? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? I don't know. He's on third. There I go, back on third again. Well, I can't change their names. Will you please stay on third base, Mr. Broadhurst? Please. Now, what is it you want to know? What is the fella's name on third base? What is the fella's name on second base? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? I don't know. Third, third base. base. <laughs> you got an outfield? Oh, sure. St. Louis has got a oh, good outfield? Absolutely. The left fielder's name. Why? I don't know. I just thought I'd ask you. Well, I just thought I'd tell you. Then tell me who's playing left field. Who is playing first? Stay out of the infield. Don't mention their names out here. I want to know what's the fellow's name in left field. What is on second? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who is on first? I don't know. Third, Third base. base. <laughs> oh, take it easy. Take it easy, man.